and welcome back to NRI Women, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We are all connected and share some part of our story with another. We hope in sharing these stories, you know you are not alone, learn something new and be inspired by some of the other amazing women we share this world with. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Our guest for today is strong, fearless, a brave journalist and a multiple award-winning activist. I first came across her name online almost seven years ago when I decided to donate money towards a charity in lieu of gifts for my birthday. And we never looked back. Rescuer, supporter, rehabilitator, women's empowerment are all the words that come to mind when I think of her. We're pleased to welcome Mrs. Triveni Acharya, but I lovingly like to call her Didi, a term for an older sister. It sure is an honor to have her on our podcast. She's the president of an NGO, Rescue Foundation. It was founded by her husband, Bal Krishna Acharya, but Triveni assumed its presidency following his death in a car accident in 2005. The organization is devoted to the rescue, rehabilitation, and repatriation of victims for human trafficking from different parts of India and its neighboring countries. She chats with us about her day-to-day work, the hazards of fighting trafficking, the gratification of helping girls reclaim their dignity, and how it all started when she was covering a story as an investigative journalist for India's largest circulated Gujarati newspaper. As a journalist, uh, in 1993, uh, I going to Red Light District with uh, Bollywood actor Mr. Sunil Dutt to cover uh, a story. Once I was covering a story in red light area and I saw the young girl, so many young girls are in prostitution and I asked the girls, your mother is in, uh, in his, his sex work, are you not studying and then girl crying and narrated her story and she said I am from Nepal, somebody trafficked me, sold me. And I was shocked. It was my first encounter with the world of trafficking. This girl should be in school. Not waiting to be abused for a few hundred rupees. So in 1993, I, I promised this girl and my, myself that she said, nobody help us and I want to go with my parents. Can you help me? And I say, I will help you. And Mrs. Triveni meant it. That night when she went back home, she couldn't sleep. The images of the girls as young as 10, enslaved and kept in cages, haunted her. She knew she had to find a way to help them. She shared what she had seen with her husband and then her husband shared the unexpected news with her. So, a coincidence when I share my thoughts, that time he also say, yes, I also want to share with you. Uh, my friend is love one girl, but she is in prostitution and, uh, and brothel manager not allow her to go outside. So then we go to police and uh, explain 
two different story i tell police there is so many girls are minor are in cage and my husband say one girl want to rescue herself but uh, brothel keeper not allow her so can you help us and uh, police help us because uh, i was journalist and i have a good contact with police commissioner and very second day we go for rescue operation to different place and when we go for rescue one two three girl but that time 14 15 girls all girls say please rescue us we don't want to stay here this is hell please help us and they crying they and they request and then we rescue all 15 girls and we brought all girl to the police station and then police say <coughs> you are crazy you are mad you can bring all girl to your house and then we brought all girl to our house and then start to talk with girls how they traffic what is the problem and what is the situation in red light area and so many girls and then we go to the girl go, go with girl to the nepal so some girls family refused to accept their daughter then slowly slowly we 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 decide we have to work for them because nobody work for them what started off as the intention of rescuing two or three minor girls became the ngo rescue foundation that has over the past 25 years rescued over 5000 girls and rehabilitated over 15000 girls who've been trafficked and exploited sticking to that promise mrs trivani made helping and working for the girls that needed help so how do they find the girls and what happens after they are rescued now uh, last 25 years we working in uh, in uh, anti human trafficking field so now we have a idea where the red light district where is the prostitution going on so uh, we have a more than 100 spy in india so their everyday duty they going uh, to brothel to search small girl a new face and forcefully girl uh, we have a big informer network so we get the information from the our informer our spy even we get them uh, now we got the missing complaint from other ngo cross border ngo from nepal from bangladesh and even uh, anti human trafficking uh, cell now in india every state they have a anti human trafficking cell missing person bureau so we get the missing complaint from the police from ngo sometime from parents and uh, we start to search the missing girl as well as minor girl and force girl so this is our day to day work to search girl from brothel see when we rescue the girl they are in trauma they have a suicidal thoughts 
and uh, i always tell them they all they they them they uh, they thinking uh, we are accused but i tell them you are not accused you are victim and this is not your fault if somebody traffic you sold you and uh, playing with your emotion this is not your fault so i always give them hope i always give them confident our unwed mother also empower and she now in shelter room they proudly say i am a mother of boy i have no idea who is father but i am mother so they don't shouting me too but of course uh, slowly slowly they empower but i always i always give them confident while ngos such as rescue foundation work continuously to save girls from forced prostitution the criminal networks and traffickers use different tactics to lure girls from the smaller villages to the cities many a time the perpetrator is someone known to the family or even a family member the most common way being promised a job marriage or even a role in bollywood and once they are trapped there's no escape they are beaten caged and abused until they are left with no choice but to comply and if they are lucky enough to be saved they often have no families to go back to and then rescue foundation becomes their family some family uh, is accept their daughter some family say now she is hiv positive she is run away with boyfriend so if family not accept uh, this is our moral duty uh, to keep them with us so till 18 uh, when she complete 18 years we keep girl in our shelter room our safe house but uh, if girl is from other country like uh, myanmar bangladesh nepal thailand so there is a court order we have to send back them to their country their native country but indian girl they can stay uh, till 18 even after 18 uh, if uh, if she she need our help we keep them with us we have a group home no, like free working women hostel so they can stay there uh, we have a different different training and courses and uh, we give them job opportunity so they can work and earn and they can stay mrs triveni and her team work tirelessly not only to rescue the girls but also provide counseling and training to help them integrate back into society through school jobs and even marriage so many girls working in a hotel uh, for housekeeping uh, so many girls are in hospitality industries so many girls are uh, working in hospital for patient care uh, and of course in india a uh, marriage also is one rehabilitation uh, option yes so our uh, women and child development department uh, also agree to arrange 
their marriage so we yeah we arrange the marriage for them uh, all girl don't want to uh, study but yeah some girl if they want to study we have our in house school and girls going in regular school and uh, some girls studying in in house school none of this is easy these raids often result in serious financial loss or imprisonment for sex traffickers mrs triveni has received several death threats as a result of her work and even believes her husband's death in 2005 was no accident one of her shelters was actually attacked in 2016 and was severely damaged but none of this has stopped her so what motivates her to continue so always girls smile and that innocence give me strength all girl told me mummy and when they say mummy we are with you and then i i i never afraid i'm not scared we are ready for that uh, i get the confidence from them because lot of pain they have lot of pain some family member cheat them maybe boyfriend cheat them husband and then also they they laughing they 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 are they are playing so no, uh, slowly slowly they come in normal life and uh, i get uh, power from them i got always got power from from them because uh, if small incidents we in past still i'm not forget but they girls within 6 month they forget their past they come out from trauma and uh, lot of confidence so i get inspiration from them trafficking like all other trade is fed by demand and supply as more men migrate to cities looking for work they create more demand for women in the sex trade the suppliers continue to find ways to feed this demand and apart from trying to outsmart the criminal networks and the traffickers ngos like rescue foundation are working on updating the laws in india to help them further their efforts uh now our trafficking bill is in in rajya sabha in india there is a no a cross border investigation interstate investigation so only we we rescue the girls and only we arrest the brothel manager brothel keeper but if trafficker is in is in nepal ya is in bangladesh ya is in kolkata uh, police has a no right to go from mumbai to kolkata and arrest trafficker so there is a limitations and slow falls of our law but new trafficking bill are now in rajya sabha if bill is passed then uh, we punish trafficker also it is a landscape that keeps changing every day since the networks now know that they will be raided if they have minor girls the minors are kept in hotels guest houses and even private homes making it harder for ngos like rescue foundation to track and rescue these girls 
But it's not a fight with just the criminal networks, the traffickers, a corrupt system, a poor society, or even the ill-equipped legal system. It's bigger, much bigger than that, as big as $8.4 billion. According to a 2015 Academia Global Sex Trade report, prostitution revenue in India is valued at $8.4 billion and rising. So the fight is against every little cog in the wheel of this multi-billion dollar industry that fights back. And for Mrs. Triveni, her plans? No, I will not stop. I will fighting till my last breath to rescuing the children and women from forced prostitution. Martin Luther King said, there comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor political not popular, but he must take it because conscience tells him it's right. And Mrs. Triveni has done just that. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. To know more about or help with the Rescue Foundation, please visit our website, nriwoman.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you will help the voices of our guests be heard by sharing this episode with your friends and family. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts, just look for NRI Woman. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri underscore woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at NRI Woman Podcast. Also, our featured podcast promo is a non-mom happy hour podcast by Debbie and Kelly, a podcast that celebrates real-ass women, whether they use their baby box or not. They bring women together for laughter and healing every Sunday night. You can find these awesome women on most podcast listening platforms or wherever you listen to our podcast. A non-mom happy hour is the podcast that celebrates real ass human women, whether they use their baby box or not. Hosted by Kelly Nerdzilla Mendenhall and Debbie Jo Nelson, a non-mom happy hour is a safe space to talk about mental health, trauma, disordered eating, surviving, and self-care. We talk about it all while laughing as much as possible, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Each week is a new episode, and every other week we interview badass women from around the U.S. and the world. If you like to laugh, feel like you've never quite fit into most lady groups or podcasts because you're not a mom, or are a mom who needs a break from momming for an hour, you should come hang out with us. A non-mom happy hour, bringing healing through laughter and community. Streaming basically everywhere you could possibly want to find us. Remember, always be a real-ass human. To check out the podcast, visit anonmomhappyhour.com. This episode was edited by Deepthi Shibish. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. It, you know, it empowers me to know that I'm here with you at the moment, at this very second in time. But if, and if we don't live for the power of now in the present moment, and even if we live too far into the future, we beat ourselves up too. We're not even there yet. Things could happen in, like, you know, out of nowhere. And having a, a very difficult birth with my eldest child taught me that. 
that fork in the road threw me off kilter um, like you won't believe. But what do you do? You can't be like, oh, what should I have done? What do I do? You just have to go forward, whether the moment is really beautiful or really horrible or mediocre. That is the moment that you're alive and breathing. And that's the moment that you need to cherish.